from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi, Mandy. Hi, Weezy. Oh, my God. I am such a huge fan of you ladies. I know I missed the deadline, but I just wanted to call and tell you guys how awesome you are. Mandy, you are out here repping it for the thick girls like myself, and you have given me so much confidence, and I I just love you so much. Um, both of you ladies are teaching me a lot about myself and how to embrace my sexuality and not be ashamed of a lot of what society um, puts out there for women. And you guys make my day so much better, and I appreciate it. And Mandy, again, I love you so much, girl. I got to get my blue check game up like you. I got one so far. I'm trying to rack them up in 2018. But I love you, ladies, so much. And keep doing what you do. I learned so much from you guys. And keep keep it going. I love you. I would say my name, but I don't want anybody to know who I am. But kisses and good luck, ladies. Love you again. Bye. You don't know What? Oh, wait, I do. I've heard it. How do you not know this? Can you let it keep playing? You don't need to keep playing. Anybody knows this. The fucking video guy knows this. Who is this? You know what? I don't know what hole you've been in. Who is that? I've heard it. I've heard the little gyrating you don't know who that song. was just by her, her are, do you, are you going to act like you've never done a podcast before? Can you scoop the mic up? God damn. You still don't know this? You know what, Mandy? This is... Who's the one that fucks white guys? Is it you? Because what the fuck is going on? I'm really confused. Who is that? Can you Bitch, tell? it's N.E.R.D. It's Pharrell and Rihanna. It's called Lemon. Oh, that's where I saw her perform oh, it in yeah. Crenshaw. Oh, wow, that song. Know. And I got shaded so hard 10 minutes ago for not fucking knowing love and hip-hop shit. Please. This is brand new. Probably just came out. I don't listen to it's the radio. I listen to what I download. It's something I haven't downloaded. I mean, what do you want me to do? Whatever. Anyways, guys, um, welcome to fucking 2018. 
fuck the bullshit. This well, is my first time seeing Wheezy in 20. 20- no, it's not. I I'm lying. Not. I definitely just saw you last week. Fuck. <laughs> You were um, kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome, guys, to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. I'm your girl, Mandy B. And I'm Weezy. And today, we are starting off the new year with yet another guest who's late. <laughs> but oh we, listen, y'all, if y'all can give me the time to give guests to not be in CP time, <sighs> since I know a lot of y'all is black, let's have the discussion real quick. How early... Do I need to tell black people to show up to show up on time? I feel like I always like for me it's always fifteen minutes. Like I Which so, is why I told like niggas always have a fifteen minute like late. So we recording right now at six PM. Uh, I say, girl, show can you show, show up by five forty five? She's about saying she's gonna re- arrive at six fifteen, which that makes me you're thirty minutes. You know what's late. gonna be really so funny? Do we need to start if telling we end people up like liking early? her and then she listens I, to the I'm this sure whole I'm gonna you, like her. I'm not. I'm positively going to like her. You're just a bitch. But <laughs> I hate how people are just not considerate of other people. Who was the latest guest we ever had? Oh, Maul. Maul was... And then it was funny. People were like, Maul I wish was... you did longer episodes. No, he just No, that nigga time. showed up 30 minutes late. No. It, Marcus. Good? What's good, yo? Marcus also showed up late from Love & Hip Hop. We, you don't remember because, bitch, we just started recording and we ended up paying for extra studio time. Um... This is really frustrating. For 2018, guys, I need all of my black people to come together and show up on time. I have something to talk about this random. Yay. I couldn't sleep last night, so I went on Lipstick Alley to see what shit people I don't talk know about why. us. Oh, they think we're why, like breaking why up, dude. Do but let me you just keep going to that trash. It's ass trash site. But I'm gonna tell you one thing: the people on they there, keep listening no. to us, so it's clearly people. This some of them because are they're miserable. They probably really fucking hate my guts and are just trying to they figure out hate how you, bad. But now they're starting to hate me too. Is. Good. But let they me should have been hated you. Some of them are patrons. So they do listen to the show. This is just where they spill tea, like whatever. So Wrong anyway, tea. They really think we are not going to have that. They, they're Their like, they hate cold. each other. They were like, oh my God, you're starting to notice how much they don't like each other, blah, blah. And I'm like, nothing has changed. We've hated each other the same From amount. the very first show. So I don't really know why they think it's I getting worse. I don't know why you keep reading it. Like, because that's, to, okay. People that love us follow us on Instagram and write us a lot. Unless they're anonymous emails. I don't feel like I really get that much honest feedback. Unless it's from my friends. My friends keep it real. They're like, we y'all were wrong. Th- y'all did this wrong. You should have researched this more about HIV and blah, blah, blah. Which I understand. But other than that, besides the shit talking stuff, these are people that are honest because they're anonymous. It might be trolling, but... They're trolling as fuck. But listen, it's fucking honest. So I don't know why they say we argue too much now. And I'm just like, I feel like we've always hated each other as much. But yeah. <laughs> um, they. Uh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> they know where I work now. Like, it's crazy, dude. How it, they, no, they've all, like, they're all they're guessing like, how, 24-7. How did, how did Mandy do this? How is Mandy doing finance and, and, and being a hoe at the same time? She's got to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why I can't suck dick and have a job. Like, it's really confusing me. Like, I know. But, but um, yeah, they're all guessing who the fuck we're fucking. She's, they're trying to guess who Loverboy is. They're trying to guess who 24-7 is. They got pretty close. Um, it's, it's just fucking annoying at this point. So I don't go on there. Not only that, they think that we're confused as to because we're traditional. Uh, they were talking about us wanting to cook for our man and do stuff for our man in the BK chat episode. They dragged for filth how we talked. To, it was I just, mean, okay, was now that I look back on it, I blamed it on you. Remember when we left? I was like, you, you blame everything hard. on but me. But when I listened to it, we were both pretty. You bad. need to re- really re-listen to stuff because then you'll start hearing <laughs> a lot of bullshit that your ass does. I um yeah, they were like uh, saying, "What does Weezy think of Mandy after the married thing?" and blah blah blah. And um, I guess like someone had also brought up 
how when we discussed uh, you calling me promiscuous. And which I stand by every motherfucking thing I said now. And like, OK, that was a l- episode that was a while ago. But one thing and mind you, this is just us filling time in for our latest latest. Yes, <laughs> I, I do want to say it wasn't necessarily that I, I think in that moment it bothered me because it felt like such a label. And like I've been telling you recently, like I hate this whole like you're this and this and that. Like I haven't called a hoe fully clothed. Or before someone knew me, or just because I won't talk to a guy, it's like, fuck you, ho. It's like, it's just you so much. And then I think, like, the word promiscuous is also labeled as a bad thing. Well, promiscuous to me, like, I was bringing it up as an adjective. Right. And not necessarily a label. And as an adjective, as defined by Wikipedia, it stuck. And like, bitch, if you skinny, you skinny. There's a definition for skinny. I still. Is you light skin? You light skin. Is you promiscuous? You promiscuous. I don't know. I don't really care if people think I'm promiscuous or not. Some people in in their minds, promiscuous is going to be the word they use. Um, but see what you just said? That's growth. <laughs> and you don't know it, but you said, I don't care if people see me as promiscuous. That is motherfucking growth. Because How would we, I care? Listen, I didn't care because the when first we started, time. When, we started, called, when we started this show. Bro, I'm you, the one who said, let's call it horrible. Right, but when we started so this show, we talked about this off air. You were caring about how people were going to I'm not to giving you, you any credit this for anything. This is, I'm trying to be your therapist here. I'm black. I have you one. You like black therapists. Well, I'm half, and we're going to do this right now. It's like I want to have therapists. And I feel like you literally just showed a little bit of growth, which I'm proud of you. I mean. That's my good, nice thing to say about you. We haven't I, done that in a while. I think I care. Like, it was a different, like, I always said I didn't care, but now I'm, like, really starting not to give a fuck. Like, I can read terrible things about myself. Now I'm like, oh. And maybe that's yeah. because I smoke more marijuana or <laughs> whatever it is. But speaking of that, my therapist is like really trying to get me some weed. And I just really appreciate him for that. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because like, <laughs> oh, my God, I guess he can't find this. He knows the name of my podcast. But I was telling you how I'm like trying to trick him into giving me Xanax. How do you why are you tricking? Well, it's so simple. Like I'm already stressed out and shit. And so now she's I, terrible. By the way, I just look up the symptoms. Exactly. And I'm just like. I don't know why, and I'm just feeling really anxious, particularly <laughs> in the workplace, and I feel like it's affecting my well-being. You're terrible. What do you think I could do for that? And then he'll look at me and be like, I don't know, I don't know, maybe we should try something like an antidepressant, maybe a Xanax. I'm like, really? Think? I mean, I, mean, I don't know if I should do, like, drugs. And you know what the fuck all of these things do? I got prescribed codeine, and you were like, just lose it on the train, they'll give you another prescription. <laughs> I'm like... No, bitch, you're not taking my coding. Well, I'm Jesus. just saying, if you say you lost it, like, right after you got it, they'll probably give you another one. Yeah, you're pretty trash for that. So I guess I wanted, um, because we talked about this, I want to say on the Lisa Slifson episode, and um, or maybe before that. So we talked about, of course, um, riding dick. and That was so weird that you were like, I never. I'm well, like- it's not that I've never rode dick, but I'm... You know, bitch, I'm on the big side. So riding dick for me is a lot of motherfucking work. I think it's a lot of work for anybody. I work out five days a week and I still feel like I'm going to pass out. That's what I'm saying. And so I am just not a fan of riding dick. I think it's a calves thing. I'm trying to think what part of me hurts while riding dick. But anyway. My legs. Well, well, listen. And you got a lot to the fucking thighs. Listen, these thighs, for real. So anyways, last night I was with, you know, that nigga. And, um... I had probably one of the best orgasmic experiences. I don't know if it was because I was on codeine or if that was definitely why. But the dick was so so. I was riding him. He was sitting down in the sitting down position, and I was sitting on him facing the opposite way. 
and going up and down. And I like almost couldn't stand up. He was almost laughing at me because I came multiple times like that. And I was like, nigga, you know I don't be riding your dick. This is good. <laughs> and I had to tell him. I was like, don't get comfortable. This ain't going to happen. But he was like, man, you can barely stand up. Like, I, it just kept, I just kept shaking. And it was fucking amazing. Well, for one, amazing. If, if you had your medicine that was prescribed, <laughs> I just want to say that. We sound like, <laughs> I know they know I'm the crazy one. But, yeah, I mean, you, you were so on good. that. So you're already, like, super relaxed and everything feels euphoric. So that's probably why you came super hard. But second, this is exactly why bitches like to ride. Because you feel it on your clit. It was so good. And mind you, I told him before, um... Because, you know, I just had surgery. Not going to talk about that. But I was like, you got to be, you know, gentle. Because he be fucking me like we, like porn star sex. I be like, you got to be gentle. So we started with the riding thing. And I was just like feeling, I actually felt the orgasms in my stomach. I was like, okay, we, maybe I need to turn around. Because <laughs> this might not be a good thing that I'm feeling this I'm good right now. I'm going to bust a stitch. <laughs> it was just, a real, bitch, it, look, I'm laughing right now, bitch. I'm really going back thinking like. If I show you, hold on, I want to show you. Hold on, I'm going to show you this. What? If I show you this Video? text, no, this text message after, this is how you know it's good. I said. Let me read it. I said it wouldn't stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me just first start by saying there is a gif of, I don't know, it looks like a busted pipe and there's just like water like spewing out of it. And she put liked with four E's. Like that, daddy. Uh, don't, uh, don't read Have a good studio session. I then she sends you. the game and put, it wouldn't stop. Upside down smiley face. Definitely need one more before you jet set. Then when he said laughing my ass off 12 <laughs> hours later because niggas, well, <laughs> she sends back a Conan O'Brien jumping up and down happy. This Fuck is fucking hilarious. Hi. And look, we was talking about riding dick and you the perfect person to be walking in for that. <laughs> Our guest is here, guys. She is wearing... Oh, all look, black bodysuit. Y'all better be lucky it. we we it's recorded hot. this shit. And thigh high boots. <laughs> Woo, bitch. Um, so we're gonna see. sit you. A deep are, are you here by yourself or your husband as well? We have a conference. Okay, okay, so we're gonna sit you over. Okay. No, let's sit you right here. Yeah. Sit. No, sit her over there. No, I want to look. You can look right next to you. No, it's awkward. Okay, nope. Now we're gonna put it right here. <laughs> all right, so we might want to bring him on as well. Okay. Um, cause you know we got some questions. Um, so guys, I guess we can introduce our guest who is here. Um, we have Tayomi, who Hi. everyone Hi. has you have wanted. have a good voice. Yes. You've done this before. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, um, so it's so crazy because I think between Instagram and Twitter, everyone was just like, why you ain't had her on the show yet? This is who you need to show on the show. Bring her on the show. And I was like. Okay, so then we were talking, but it was while you were out of town. It was over the holidays. Yeah, yeah, so I'm I remember like, you, like dealing with studio, dealing with all of this. So I'm like, okay, we gonna we gonna get you in here, girl. Just hold up. Right. Um, do you live in New York? Yeah, I'm like part time between New York and Chicago. So okay. I got married on Saturday. My oh, husband's congratulations. from Harlem. Thank you. I saw a picture of you guys. He's so you guys are so like. So it's like a book cover. I know it's, it's very like, like Afro punk. It's so but, like. Cocoa love butter, love, love. It is. shea butter, <laughs> coconut oil, incense. Yeah. yeah, you look like an incense type. Of, you have incense on when you fuck normally. Yeah. What's this like yeah. incense smell name? Uh, actually, it's his name, Naim. Oh, oh. of course. <laughs> maybe we gotta start fucking to incense with names, and maybe they'll come into our life. I do like sage or and like Palo Santo, but you know. Oh, oh, there we go. I don't have yeah. African dick. Be small though. Um, but not the one. I, I mean, the ones I've had. Oh, I'm no. like African American dick is great, <laughs> but African African them niggas be maybe because bitch, if they were paying cool. for it, maybe that's why. 
Oh, you might be right. <laughs> well, they married. That's why they're paying, not because they dick small. Um, anyways. <laughs> I mean. Anyways, guys, we want to go ahead and, I guess, introduce you. So you're a sexpert. You're a blogger. You're a pleasure like trainer you do yeah, so pretty much you do so many things so let our listeners know exactly what you're known for um i am known for sex education i've been teaching for the last seven years primarily online i've toured the world with my classes um i have a youtube channel where i show people how to get into like I different saw. sex positions oh, like 16 million views on how to ride dick we tried oh, to do yeah. that on our live <laughs> show like with somebody from the audience we picked a girl for mandy to like demonstrate on and it was not good yeah you know i didn't know you needed a degree for that you don't, but you know, it's like uh, just one of those things that's not um, something that you just know how to do. It, it takes it's, you're practice. Right. It does yeah. take practice. You have to be in shape. When I say in shape, I don't mean like, you know, fitness guru in the gym. Like there's a right. specific set of muscles that are being used when you're on top. So real you have quick, to develop real quick. them. We, we just talked about riding real quick because I need yeah. to have it in for you to talk about riding. But it's I like need to know one of my muscles. favorite things. To teach. And I need to you know, know the muscles because really? I just rode again for the yeah, first we were time just in saying, like a couple years. What is years? it that hurts? Like, because I always feel like it doesn't matter if you're in shape or not. Not, like yep. it's your like hip, flexors. Th- hip flexors your hip flexors okay and those are right here. i feel like it's in my legs i feel it in my calves or something do i not or maybe well, if you're yeah on your feet. i mean think about hip it flexors. oh that's that machine you go in the gym and, exactly and open and close the legs but okay. think about it too like you don't sit in that position often at all and we sit down most of the time so like i feel like i do on my squatty potty yeah Probably. Like we we sit down so much, like our our hip muscles and our leg muscles get tight and uh, they get weakened. Like we uh, are, we pretty much live sedentary lifestyles. So so how do I make sure? Like how do stretch you stretch every day? That's it. Stretch? Stretching, not That's it. Gotta, like not squats or something. Stretch. I mean squats. Um, any type of like leg lifts or uh, kickbacks. Any type of lower body exercise will work for it. But I teach a class specifically that targets the muscles that you use during okay. riding, and it kind of like simulates it. It's like a mixture of twerking and like hip rolling, okay. but literally it's you doing it full out for like at least three minutes at a time per song. How many people pass out? Not many. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because we riding dick is, yeah, <sighs> it's. It's challenge, especially when you. I'm kind of lazy. Like I could suck a dick, and that's my yeah. one thing. Like, I was I, like, my yeah. throat don't get tired as much as my legs. Like, do. Okay, well I did it's all that workout. work, so I'll just lay on my stomach now. <laughs> it's, it's a workout, especially when like you know if you have really wet pussy and then like his size, like he keeps slipping out a little bit. Like you gotta really adjust it. It's, right. I don't think men science. realize how much be going on through our minds when we're trying to not only please ourselves, but please them. Like, yep. aside from not dying with a dick down my throat, it's like when I'm finally... <laughs> sex in the city. It's not a job for nothing. <laughs> exactly. When I'm finally taking it, it's like, okay, does this feel good for him? And then apparently there's a grinding thing that a lot of females do when they're on dicks that yeah. doesn't feel there's good like for men. There's about that, like, oh, we yeah. don't love this shit that you do. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Because so, the it's supposed to be a stroke, just like how he strokes you. So the vagina is supposed to slide on and off the dick and if you're just sitting there grinding if he's deep and you're grinding and there's still some like movement in there like a little swirl it could feel good but for the most part no because okay most women are just sitting there scooting 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 their clits (laughs) on his pelvis and he's like what what are you selfish of a person but i feel like i mean we do enough Look, I'm, I've done laundry and I cook. Like you could take I'm some. Be honest, shit. I feel like <gasps> there's so much pressure put on people in general for what is supposed to be done. But right. really, if you never want to ride dick ever in your life, you don't have to. Listen for the last three years, you I just don't rode have it once. to. Right, exactly. Once in three years, and bitch. I can't believe all the fucking One. you do. <sighs> 
Well, goddamn. But I mean, I haven't asked. That's why they like to get exactly. behind I was, me. I was going to say, know. when you have <laughs> when ass, you ain't got to do shit. It don't matter. You, however, Thank being you. on the skinnier side, this I get is why, why you have to do a little bit more. I have to work with my hands and shit. And yeah, like, okay, you do. Like, just set. your face. When you have, when you are a thick girl, like there are things that can substitute for riding on top. Yeah. Because yeah. for most guys, if you're thick and you get on top, it's a wrap. They're like, I want to have controls, and then they get behind yeah, you. Yeah. But even then, like you can't even really throw it back that much because if you start throwing it back, depending on the guy, he'll be like. Whoa, whoa, too much. Okay, now I just came. I be throwing so, that ass back. Well, yeah. I this was. I appreciate the. Yeah, the, me too. The, we were the writing we dick. Um, I guess intro. Yeah, yeah. We that lost. we just had. We normally start with icebreakers, and I did want to get into these icebreakers because they kind of. I picked them because they kind of relate to what you do as well. Okay. So awesome. the first one is going to get into kind of what you do. Um. So it's would you rather be able to speak every language and lose the ability to write, or write in every language and lose the ability to speak? And I know you do. Speak you speak Second and you one. write. The so you would rather lose the ability to write. Oh, you no. would rather write in every language and lose the ability to speak. Yes. So you're better with your writing than no, speaking. I'm, I'm great with both, but I, like writing is so therapeutic for me. I would ah. just. I was going to say, I'd know. rather be a mute and just be able to. Yeah. And everything. I love, I love writing. I mean, most of my career is writing. Like I run a blog. I write for cashless life. Like you can't have a job. I mean, you, I mean, it's gonna be a lot harder to have a job if you can't write than if you could just yeah. Talk. Because like literally, work for the government. Most they of my job has been use a computer. How do you write an email? How do you exactly? Uh, Unless you dictate it, I mean, you can just put on the microphone and then right. There's oh. ways around. Look, Look she knows. Okay, okay. So here's the second one. Would you rather increase your level of sexual romance or your sexual experimentation? Um, sexual experimentation. So you would rather increase that. Yeah, than your romance. Because I, mean, I like that. Because I think we're on maybe the same. it's personal though. Maybe she's already got such a good romance level, like going on. Yeah, I mean, romance is really what you make it, and everybody gives romance the, all the meaning it has. Like giving flowers could be romantic to some people, but not to others. <clears throat> like some women, women might not think that you know receiving flowers is romantic. So I would rather experiment with sex yeah. over you know with, the whole romantic thing. With you being a sex educator and and helping people through the bedroom. Is there anything left for you to experiment yeah, with? Yeah, it's a there, lot. There's out a here. lot. People, <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah. There's a whole. People ask us that too. They ask us that there's a lot. So a lot, especially if you go into BDSM and kink. That's you her know, shit. What that, are your top two things that just came in your head? Like with kink of things you haven't tried that you want to. Um, maybe like sex on a roller coaster. Just something. Is that possible though? It's possible. There okay, like a fairy tale. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> think about it. Sex what is, is it, fear just, factor. Like, <laughs> The whole like thrill seeking thing. I'm an exhibitionist too, so okay. Um, and then like I just want to have a big orgy. I mean, I've had one before, but like it was big enough. How many people were in the one that you've had? Um, let me see, it was like four guys and it was three girls, but I was kind of just like doing my thing with one, so I wasn't involved with everybody. So it was just okay. like everybody having sex at the same time in the same place, kind of a thing. Was um, this a friend thing or was this a swinger sex club type? No, of ordeal? it was like we were in Vegas oh, and there were Vegas. These guys. Say no more. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, we were in Vegas. Your vagina or Vegas? <laughs> vagina in Vegas. You, you already know what's the... going down. Third one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so would you rather have amazing sex that lasts 47 seconds or average sex for 10 minutes? Both of those are whack. But, um, <laughs> well, yeah. I'll take you... the seconds, bro. I... Amazing <sighs> for one minute almost? Okay. Amazing sex would mean just hitting my A spot repeatedly. So I'll take that. One. And you know that's the kink. We're going to get into what the A spot is in, in a little yeah. bit, guys. Would you rather be a sex slave for a month? Or wear a chastity device and not be able to have sex or masturbate. Chastity device, because sex slave, <laughs> that shit could get crazy. Like people, You know what's crazy? I kind of fantasize 
fetishize that or I don't know what to say, but that's kind fetishize of about being that's kind what? of one thing I would I, I would know. I would like to kind of be a sex slave for uh, mm. like a weekend with look, somebody. You, have, just, you literally have you're no rights. Always saying when I say stuff, you're like no way, no way, no. You way. have no right. rights. I would like to be a sex, it's a sex slave. So you have no what? No rights. So like the, so, uh, so like right. So just think about it for a but second. I, I mean, I don't for know a black guy, because even, even who are black guys, black extra. Wait, wait, wait. Take it back for a second. Okay. Are you thinking submission or do you know what a sex slave entails? A sex slave entails you doing whatever the guy wants sexually right Right. so you got to think about this Something, you have to ask if you want to stand up listen oh that's that's but, the slave but part. it's beyond that like there are some <laughs> guys who are into like pissing on you shitting on you beating you in the face well don't get me wrong you can you, have hard limits you know right so if you're a sex slave and you're like okay um you're agreeing to it and you're like whatever okay. i want to do you, you, let's limit that to a sex slave with the niggas I know because <laughs> they don't be wanting to do no shit more than what I want to do. That's being submissive, though. That's not really like a sex slave is a, a whole sex other slave. Role. Yeah, Cause, cause like let me, you let me tell you something. You, you know what? People when that have made say, seen it think of Fifty Shades of Grey when she had to sign all that stuff. Even though that's a very vanilla movie to some, that's the best example listen, of what it means. You say sex slave is is all bets are off. It's whatever that right. person wants you to do. Unless you do sign some kind of contract before, but if there's no contract, it's like you're just submitting to whatever. And when you when you give them that permission, something switches. Like because once they know you don't have any limits, anything can be done. You. I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. No, and what's then going how do they the top head? the last thing you did? I did it for like an hour and it was too much. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, it's so on. crazy. Y'all still haven't um, weaned me off of not wanting to be a sex slave. No, um, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm just saying, just be ready for whatever, you know. And I be telling niggas it's whatever. So, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and <laughs> so the last question is, would you rather not be able to see during sex or not be able to touch during sex? See. Because I get blindfolded anyway. So oh, yes. Blindfold. Not seeing is really yeah. good. Really? Yeah. Do you it remember is. that story? I won't get blindfolded again. I got blindfolded oh, and the nigga straight took his condom off. Surprised me when, I, when he took the guy. Got bl- Before he took the blindfold off, he was like, Up here, you're going to be mad at me. Stealthing. Like, That's straight, wrong. Yeah, yeah. So we actually talked about that, too. But that's why I was like, I have kind of 
PTSD now from being uh, blindfolded. Yeah, I can believe like, that I don't because he violated. Yeah, like, he did. So I don't want the blindfold. I either. had a very bad and a very good experience. My worst one was our first episode, The Missing Condom. This guy like really tried because he felt like I was just too sexually advanced. And he just, he's, he blindfolded me right out of the shower and he's like, <laughs> oh God. Meet me in the bedroom. I'm like, where? <laughs> that, that sounds bad already. Now, <laughs> the best one I've ever had was my first time having sex with someone I had known for months. So I felt comfortable enough to do this. And he uh, he told me to stand, I mean, be on my knees, turned away from my front door. And when he came in, he blindfolded me, didn't take it off until he was inside of me. Yes. It was like 45 minutes of foreplay. And I was like, when do I get to see you? And I was That's touching his long. face. I was That's hot, though. No, it's That's hot. hot. Everything got more intense. Like, yeah, that's hot. I've actually that. wanted to ask Loverboy for it a few times, but I feel like he's going to be like. You can't ask him to do what another nigga did, can you? Yeah. He listened to the Blind, show. So you want me to do what that other nigga did? But blindfolding is not subjective. I wanted to tell him exactly what look, was She done. wants to do the exact th- same thing that she did. Yeah. He can do it better. I mean, look. Oh. No matter what the sex act is, it's not like just reserved for one person. Right, because it's like, hey, it was great, but I want to do it with you. It's not like he's yeah. never, yeah. you know. Now, if he's in his ego and like, ain't trying to do nothing, no nigga did that, then that's on him. <laughs> but I mean, you're being silly then at that point. Like, come on. <laughs> All right, well, I'm so glad you brought it up because I don't even think I told you he was going to mention this. I can't remember if I sent you this or not. But the A spot. Oh, yeah. So you did a blog on it. You talked a lot about this A spot. Mm-hmm. And all I know is about the G spot. Mm-hmm. So and the P spot. That's the prostate one for mm-hmm. men. Um, so I wanna know what this A spot is. Um, can you give us maybe a definition and yeah. let our listeners know how they can reach this if maybe they haven't been able to find the G spot and this is another way for them to reach orgasm. Yeah, the A spot is actually deeper within the vagina. So the, the deeper. G, yeah. God damn. The G spot is only two inches within the vagina. Right on the front of the wall, like when everybody has right? Okay, <laughs> fine, we get that. But not every woman's like comfortable with G spot stimulation. I know I'm. I'm not. not. I, okay, shout out to you. I don't like it. Um, so I but, feel like it's like I feel like the pulling, and then I think about nails, and I like feel I get like to. I'm on the outside here because <laughs> I like. I can't get in my head about different. it. Every woman's different. Like I just, I really just don't like the feeling. But the A spot though. Okay. It's deeper. It's on the front wall of the vagina as well. It's up near the cervix. And when it's stroked, of course, it's an erogenous zone. So when it's stroked, it creates like these really gushy, like waves of orgasms and the vagina just gets extremely moist. Okay. I think that's what I felt And last night. you probably did, but it's it's <laughs> with deep penetration. And it, it, um, it gets pretty up there. It's kind of big. Yep. Yeah, as long as you are aiming towards the front of the vagina so like towards the belly button you'll find it there and can it be like now do most men that are listening can they do this with their hands or with yeah. during sex or is it they can do it with their hands and their penises okay. you know? so a um, hand can reach far enough or because the vagina is only about yeah. five inches how does a guy not get to your cervix of course yeah. <laughs> right so tools you got had one pull one in the condom out your pussy she got right up in the a spot that's probably where i was stuck Oh, maybe. So, yeah, I mean, it's a spot that people don't really know about, but they probably felt it because men can feel it, too. Like, when they hit it, it feels, like, kind of slippery. Okay. Okay. So, once they hit that spot, you both, like, simultaneously will go, oh, my God, what is that? You know, because it just, it feels really good. And as it's repeatedly stroked, it's like the the orgasms, they're not like super hard leg shaking orgasms, but they feel like they radiate from your pelvis and just kind of go throughout your body and you just become moist and they just come back to back to back. It's I have a question that has been brought up a lot. Um, We had a doctor on that debunked um, the squirting. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
Okay, so boom. like, can we talk about like the fluid? Because you're mentioning like yeah. gushiness and stuff like that. Like, how is the secretion happening during squirting? It, what spot is it from? And is it mixed with some pee in it? Because a All lot right, of people listen, are nervous the, about. Are right, they gonna, look, her her face is. Well, no, just a lot of people are nervous that they're going to pee on somebody. Look, and blah blah blah. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. Of course, you're nervous that you're going to pee on somebody because it's coming from the same hole that you pee from. Your right. urethra, is it though? right? It is. Yeah. It's coming from your your urethra, but the source of squirting is not from the bladder. It's from the skein's gland, which is literally the same as the male prostate. It's just shrunken down, and it sits right near the opening of the urethra. But now when we watch in porn how these girls are, like, shooting out, and I've mm -hmm. heard from a porn star, um, to be nameless, but she said that people that were doing squirting scenes were drinking mad water before. Mm -hmm. That's true. And oh, yeah, you have to. Like, my when I when the guy who likes to be pissed on, when he has me squirt, he wants me either drunk or he'll have... Up. But you said like, he he'll give me water to be pissed on. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. what we're watching on film is that real? Are these no. girls peeing? No, the average woman in porn is peeing. Okay, she's just drinking a so lot that of water. We're that's a trick. Is peeing. Right. So when the and it really irritates me when guys are like mad pressed to try to make their women oh, squirt, and I'm like, you don't even understand that what you're seeing in porn is unrealistic because it is forced and it is. Um, exaggerated the average woman can squirt anywhere from a few drops to like maybe a half a pint or more depending on who, like who, her body right. and stuff and also her hydration levels but the fluid is not pee now can a woman make a mistake and it's not, not even really a mistake it's just what happens to your body can a woman like pee during mm -hmm. sex yes yeah, she can it's called incontinence you right. know especially if you're a woman that has had a child or two and you know your bladder is kind of weak but um squirting legit is just it's a clear fluid it's like similar to the fluid so that good. mixes with uh sperm to so create semen a lot more thin yep right. it's just it's watery and like if you taste it it's kind of sweet it doesn't have a smell it's warm of course um can droplets of pee be in that yeah sure it's coming from the urethra you know what i mean right. Um, but if a woman doesn't squirt it out, then it just goes back into the bladder and then you pee it out when you go and use the bathroom after you have sex. So I guess basically what you did just say for our, for our listeners, there is a difference between making a girl squirt and making a girl piss. Yeah. And because guess what? <clears throat> the bladder is right there next to all the other organs that are being stimulated when you're having sex. So if she has not, um, used the bathroom before sex, if you're going hard or you're in a certain position, you can be hitting the bladder to where right. she feels like, oh, my God, I got to pee. And she may just pee. And that can happen. But listen. So, like, the squirting on demand that people are seeing, right? Because Yeah, squirting on demand from porn. That's, that's bullshit. Pee. That's bullshit. <laughs> right. bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. And can you squirt <clears throat> when the A spot is simulated or only the G yeah. spot? Okay. Yeah, you can squirt when the A spot is, is stimulated. And, like, more women are going to, more women, I think, squirt from, like, clitoral stimulation, clitoral stimulation than yes. uh, penetration. But the time, like, I've definitely squirted from penetration. And it was involuntary. I, I wasn't trying to do it. It just happened right you know what i mean so but there are women out there that can squirt on command like when you have control over your pelvic muscles you can do that That's you know a whole lot of control it is <laughs> it is i mean i got practice. my pussy muscles that i can grip but yeah, the pelvic muscles right. well that's the same thing i mean oh, is it? yeah now oh, well. can i think another question um that listeners may have is can every woman squirt does every woman have the ability to do it? Sure. Like, 
every woman, unless you have some type of like medical condition, has the same anatomy. But is every woman going to do it in her lifetime? No. Right. Because it takes a certain level of knowledge and comfort and stimulation mm-hmm. in order for it to happen. And when men are like going all hard and trying to force it to happen, like that's when it doesn't happen the most because mm-hmm. you're chasing it away. When you create anxiety, anxiety and stress are like two of the the, the top libido killers. Right. So you're like pressuring her, come on, baby, just squirt for me. It's like, I understand you want to be encouraging, but right now it's not encouraging. You're just doing a lot, <laughs> trying to force shit to happen. I was know. reading something that said um, 40% of women that have um, tried to squirt for the first time uh, were like pressured into it and didn't feel mm. like it was natural. And it's 40% funny, it's is funny high. That's, that's almost half of every fucking time. It's, it's like, funny that mm. so many men want to feel and make a woman squirt more than I even hear women want to squirt. You want to know why? I'm listening. It's an because ego thing. Yeah, it's a part of a, it's part of the ego because men um, think about sex very externally. They okay. think about sexual response very externally because of it how they respond right. to sexual stimuli. So, you know, when they have an orgasm, they're used to seeing semen coming out of their penises. Mm. For us, we are internalized. So when we have orgasms, everything's happening within us, but you don't see anything. So for them, it's like the ultimate achievement. If I made her squirt, I know that I did a good job I'm at measuring her. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> okay, not necessarily, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm, I can still have a great time and feel amazing without squirting. squirting. And apparently, sure. I heard, um, I, not heard, excuse me, when I was reading that squirting each time is not always an orgasm. It's not. No. Because right. sometimes, like, literally, a squirt will happen without you even having an orgasm. It's just... Right. It's being stimulated. It wants to come out. You let it flow. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. sometimes it accompanies an orgasm. Sometimes it doesn't. So just because you make her squirt does not mean you're doing a good job at being a lover. You know, <laughs> it's just her body responding. And I know this wasn't part of it, I but know, I feel but like I, it was, I feel like people really had a lot of questions they about do. the squirting. It's like yeah. the, one of the most asked questions, and it's so yeah. annoying to me because I'm like, man, right. can you learn how to do foreplay first before you try to make Listen, her squirt? Listen, they be like, trying to on. jump the gun on yeah. that. And the doctor we had really frustrated. She was like, look, like it's real, but it's not what you're seeing on TV. Like, Stop this like facade of like there's definitely yeah there's definitely it's it's really annoying. So with looking into um, what you do and even reading how you met your husband and Mm. reading that story, I was just like, she's perfect. Um, (laughs) So we do a lot of talk about couples and relationships, and Mm -hmm. you're kind of an expert at that. Um, And so when I looked at um, something that you practice right now with your husband is free love. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into that, um, I kind of wanted to go down because I saw you list all of these um, types of dating um, titles, I guess, that you could have the labels. Yeah. And I know I kind of it's, it's so much. There's like... so many, but I actually didn't know like three of them. So I want to go through with our listeners because um, we have a lot of listeners right now who are Which one didn't you know? trying to find. I don't know. Non-binary triads, quads, solo poly. Like, oh, yeah. So it's forth. a lot. So. I just saw these quick lists on your write-up, and I was like, okay, well, maybe I can get a definition because maybe there's people out here who want a certain relationship and don't know how to address mm-hmm. it or don't know what other partner to look for who right. would um, align with this. So let's, I guess, start with the one that is sort of um, easy. It's funny because me and Weezy just spoke about this. Non-monogamous. Entering yeah. a non-monogamous relationship with someone means what? So non-monogamous is like basically an umbrella. Non-monogamy will basically categorize everything else we're seeing here. Okay. So it's like the umbrella. It means that you are not with just one person, whether that be socially, meaning living together and all that, or sexually, meaning solo, just with sex with one person. Okay, so polyamorous, we've talked about this. Do you want to 
give that one real quick. We don't have yeah. to stay on that one. We talked Polyamory about is basically having a relationship with other people where everyone involved knows what's going on and everyone has the consent of everyone involved to for all this stuff to go down. Okay. And it's not just about sex. It's also romantic partners as well. And most of the time people have like a primary partner and then everyone else outside the pi- primary partner is considered a paramour. A paramour. Okay, yeah. I've never heard of that one. Look, but look it's a whole like, glossary like, of this shit. Whole- <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's okay. a lot. And so that's polyamory. What is a solo poly? So solo poly is a person who doesn't have a primary partner and they choose not to take on a relationship that takes on the form of a traditional relationship. It's like Dub. Dub is polyamorous. Oh, like a unicorn. I, I mean, I guess if you want to call it that. But if a I mean, unicorn is polyamorous, because a unicorn could just be somebody that's guest starring, really. Right. Yeah, so this person, you know, they hold down multiple romantic and sexual relationships without having a primary partner and without Mm -hmm. choosing to be in a relationship that looks like the typical, like, you know, I'm dating this one person, you know, like a typical girlfriend, So would that be like Nola Darling? Have you watched She's Gotta Have It? um, But no, she doesn't even... Holly is when... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Most everyone like, needs to know about each other. Yeah, and everyone uh, doesn't know about each other, so she's so not she's poly. Just, I guess okay. she's just fucking. I, I thought I was so poly tri- for so a little bit. I, I skipped a little bit, but um, triads. I guess that was definitely what I had then. A triad and a quad is basically a polyamorous relationship where everybody lives together oh. in the same household. So oh. if it's three, it's so, tri. If it's four, it's quad. And that's under the polyamor. But yeah, but in, in that sense, they're all dating each other and can't have outside relationships. They're all one big right, relationship. They're all like one big unit living together, all contributing to each other's right, like right. financial wellness and ah. all that stuff. So, but it's like um, there could be a primary partner within that, but they're all just together. Okay. And then swingers, um, we've talked to you guys. We, we pretty much know what swinging is. Um, so... You don't oh, well, practice any of these. Well, we didn't bring up no. non-binary, did we? Oh, well, non-binary. non-binary is basically so. people who are in relationship that do not subscribe to gender roles. Right. Because, so. oh, I mean, so people like generally we talk about, like, gender being non-binary. So, so that would so be, that's like, why I was curious, pansexuality? Like, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not Okay. Not identifying with gender roles. So of all of these labels, you say... Throw all them shits away. Um, <laughs> They're throw, okay. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with practicing any of that. The main focus is, are you practicing love? Because a lot of people, what they do is they get into these relationships, but they're still boundaries. There's still rules. There's still control. There's still jealousy. There's still all these things that pop up because they're not remembering the love in it. And also, they don't have a real purpose for why they're even in this type of relationship. It's Ah. like, okay, so you want to be polyamorous, but what is your purpose? Is it just so that you can fuck other people and that's it? Because if that's that's it, that's not going to go anywhere. Right. You know, having a purpose in your relationship is a destination because it's a relationship, a ship being a vehicle. So this has to carry you somewhere. If you don't have a purpose then why are you even doing it? Right. right. You know what I mean? Because for the polyamorous person who has a binary part of a primary partner, and then you have all these other people, what is your purpose for having all these other people? Is it just so you can ah. fuck other people? Cause if that's the case, why are you even having this title? Right. Like, it doesn't make and so make sense, free so. love is different from these and what, it's just what love. Is free love. So I called it free love because the average person won't understand that, <laughs> Love in itself is free. Love is freedom. 
So the, for me to be able to explain it to people <laughs> where they understand it, to call it something, to give it a label. Okay. But really it has no label. My husband and I love each other and we love everyone in our lives the same. Love is freedom. And within that, you know, he, he, not, he, doesn't, he doesn't require for me to change anything about myself. I don't require for him to change anything. And we have multiple partners in our lives. And that does not mean that all of our partners are sexual partners. Okay. His mother is a partner. My mother is my partner. His sisters, his brothers, um, his business partners, his friends, right. these are all partners. I hear you. I got a question coming. So the love that we, that we practice is just love. And we don't, we don't hold any restrictions on each other. I haven't. He so, hasn't, cheating, so cheating doesn't exist in your relationship. There's no, no way that because, because he could cheat or you could cheat. The only way that we can cheat is if in our minds we forget who we are to each other and we forget that we're on the same team. It's not about what we do or don't do with our bodies because our bodies don't mean anything. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. But when people get into relationships, they believe they have dominion over the other person's body. Oh, you're mine now, so you're not mm. allowed to go and have sex with someone else. But love says you're free to do what you want to do and don't do what you don't want to do. So for me to say, hey, Naeem, you can't go share your dick with anyone else because I own you. That's not love. That's not love. That's, that's me being in my ego. He's free to do whatever he wants to do. And he chooses to be with me. Likewise, do I choose to be with him? So the, our definition of cheating is if in my mind, I'm like, Naeem's a fucked up person. Like my ego's telling me bullshit that I know is not true. And right. then I start believing it. And then I start attacking him. That's true infidelity. When you start forgetting that your partner is an innocent party who, who you trust and who you love, and then you start attacking them because you're believing lies that your ego is telling. You. Right. Wait. So you're saying cheating has nothing to do. Has with nothing to do with what we do or person. don't do in our, with our bodies. It has everything to do with how we think about well, each other. Well, not even our, our bodies, minds. right? Because a lot of people say that you can cheat just by texting someone else or being in, like emotionally involved with someone else. So it's funny because I feel saying like cheating has nothing so, to do with. But so many person. women gotta, look for their partner to be doing something wrong, and so and, I guess, and you got to really look at it. What are you basing your relationship on? Are you basing it on love, which is the content? Or are you basing it on the form, meaning um, sex, romance, text messages, phone calls, dates, who you talk to, who you interact with? So, because if you're so basing, so what does it mean though? For what, then, if that's not cheating, then what is it called when our average definition of cheating, where someone's partner ends up sleeping with someone else and they're being lied to, then what's that? Is that, that just called? miscommunication? That's that's so, people labeling labeling it whatever they want to label it because the average person in a relationship believes that they're in a situation where they have control over someone. So of course, if you're in a relationship where you feel like you own someone and you have dominion over whatever they do with their bodies, of course you're going to call that cheating. But but we're not we're not playing games here. So like I'm gonna play devil's advocate because I feel like everyone that's listening is like this bitch is nuts. No. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's gonna sound crazy. You want to know why? Because the I, average person out here the, doesn't think this way. Well, right. the average person society as well. But right. I do relationships. I'm I'm really Look, trying to like stay on the same track here. I don't give a shit if the person I'm with fucks someone else. I think that has nothing to do with what we have. And but, you and you are thinking the correct way. But I can't tell you that. I don't call someone being lied to and like sleeping behind someone's back cheating. So like that's where I'm confused because this is something that works for me and you. Mm -hmm. But to someone else that it doesn't work for, for two people that are consenting that they just want to be the only ones, then what? 
What about monogamous people? Well, for monogamous people... So where are we only talking about in terms of people that are non-monogamous? No, no, no. See, this is the thing. If you are a person that wants to be monogamous and you and your partner have an agreement that, oh, we're only going to be with each other. Right. That's completely fine. But the question is, are you subscribing to love or do you care more about the form? Who you do what with, where you go, all that stuff. Because if love is the main thing that's holding you together, whether you are in a monogamous relationship or not, it should not matter what someone else does with someone else because love cannot be threatened. There is nothing that can ever be done, mm. nothing you can ever do with anyone else that will threaten the love that you and your partner have for each other. I believe that However, too. But what if is it, it are you upon? subscribing to ego if you are going behind your partner's back and being sneaky and, and doing things, no, of course you are because you are forgetting love in that moment. If you love your partner, open communication, that, that should, that should be a And we say that all the time. It's probably more so the communication that if you're lying and you're being deceitful, I guess we lies, call it cheating. Lies, She would deceit, call it lie, deceit. Uh, like, greed, jealousy, those things come from fear, right? Fear right. is of the ego. If you love your partner, you know that even if they went out there and fucked a thousand dicks or sucked a thousand pussies, like it's not going to change the love that they have for you. But at the same time, right. it's like in the midst of that, can you still see your partner as the loving person that you trust, even if they decide to go and flex their autonomy? Because whether you guys have this con contract or not, they're still free. Now, and that's the whole thing. Like, can for, you still for you, though, how does it work in your relationship where? You just said, like, I don't own him, blah, 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 and these things that are true. How do you feel when he's with someone else? Do you need to know? Are there any no. rules that you have? No. Why do I need to know about where he's going and what he's doing what with? Like, I don't, I don't, so, so what are I don't you, track what, his movements when right. he's like, oh, I'm going out the house to, um, I'm going out the house to help my mother. I'll be back. I don't question that. But then as soon as, He's going out the house to be with somebody else that's not a mother or a friend. Now I'm supposed to jump down his throat and ask him where he's going and what he's doing? For what? So what commitment is, what, what is your commitment to each other then? Because a lot of people feel, love. feel like that's it. love. So that's you don't, it. So you don't need anything else. Is there any? No, there's not. What else so, is there? <laughs> so for example, like a lot of things that I need personally, and maybe it is my, my ego or an insecurity, but... If, like, you know, you're married, I'd feel like I would need someone to know when someone's home with me. Like, I would want to know if I was going to come home and someone wasn't there. That's very important to me. I mean, or I if mean, they make a plan. I feel like to me, it, it's at least considerate. So how do you because you're saying you're, you don't feel like you're owed any of that? No, I'm not. I mean, he doesn't he does not owe me an explanation. But of, you're the primary partner. No, so, I'm I'm one of his partners and we just so happen to be married. Okay, but so you don't use the word primary at all? No, because he has many partners in his life. It's Even not, though as a wife, you still don't think primary is a good word? You, I no, mean, why? I mean, look, yeah, I'm married to this man because we've chosen to be, but just because I have this title of wife now doesn't change anything about the love that we that share. Not that it has anything to change about the so, love, but like we talked about... When you were going we don't, over these. We don't, we don't. We right. Don't do I know you don't have the labels. We don't do none of that. Now, does that title change or um, are you open about your title with him when you have other partners? Do you have other partners as well? Yeah. I just and told you. We, like, all of our partners are not just sexual or romantic not just, partners. Right, right, right. Uh, so, so I'll, 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 and he's met, I'll limit it to the sexual partners then because that's where I think a lot of our listeners don't understand people this get, idea People of get completely right. confused because people put more importance on sex over love. 
So, and this is where people get themselves fucked up in love most of the time because mm-hmm. you're placing more emphasis on form, which is sex, which in itself doesn't mean anything because sex can be used uh, for violence and sex can also be used to heal and to join together. But people use something that is completely meaningless in itself to harm themselves in separation, separating themselves from the next person simply because, oh, you had sex with someone else. Our sexual partners, I don't know how many he has. He could have a thousand. I don't ask him that because it doesn't matter to me. And the same with me. Like, I have other sexual partners, but does he ask me about them? No. So you don't even share anything to... So, like, how does it happen? I mean, because you you live together. He's your husband. I'm sure you talk, and that's probably your best friend, right? So when does the conversation start to happen? Like, how do you learn about each other's other partners? We don't because it doesn't matter Mm. unless we bring it up, but... It so only you don't, matters okay, so. when it only matters if those people are joining with us for a purpose. Okay. If it's just sex, that's purposeless. You're just bumping. Right, bodies, but you're saying not like, even just sexual partners. Like when yeah, let's just I say mean, you meet someone new that's great and you start seeing them, like at what point do you share? Is that too much to share? Like whenever we that's feel like, like my it. Question. Whenever we feel like it. Like I don't ever press him because he meets so many people on the street and he's an author and he always pushes his book. So right. whenever he meets somebody, the first thing he's doing is, hey, I wrote this book about love. You know, I'll give you a free copy, whatever. He- well, I ask from the standpoint of like, um, so I, I know a few polyamorous couples and I'm not polyamorous. We're just non-monogamous. But there's times where he'll say to me, like, I met this girl and he's excited to tell me about it mm-hmm. or like the experience with it. How does that work for you? Do you? I mean, we- do you guys do that, or do you feel like it's sometimes too much? Or It's not something that's required. Right, right, So if he meets somebody and he's had an experience and he wants to share it with me, he does. But it's not a requirement for him or for me. Sometimes we're out, and we both meet people at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, and then we'll engage with them and stuff like that. But it legit is not a requirement What's for— What's some advice for people that have been considering this, but they're worried about um, purpose. jealousy? Purpose. That, that's the whole thing. If you do not set a purpose with the person that you're in a relationship, why are we together? Where is this going? Mm -hmm. Then all the other stuff that pops up from the ego because you believe that you own somebody, that stuff is going to destroy it it by default. Because if you do not set a purpose intentionally for a partnership, then your relationship is just going to be running on default. And eventually all the stuff that we see that plagues the average person in their relationship is going to come in. It's inevitable, and it's going to sink your ship. I have another question. A lot of people do this when they are feeling like they're on the edge and they need something else. Do you think that this is something that can save a relationship? Um, Only with purpose. Right. Because, listen. Because a lot of people do it when they're super in love and they feel like they want to open their hearts more to other Mm -hmm. people and whatever and have experiences and whatever. But some people feel like, this is the end. We're going to have to do this. That's the wrong. Mm-mm. Right. If sure. people, yeah. If people go into being open, which is really think about it naturally as animals, we are not monogamous. And there's two different types of monogamy. It's social monogamy and then also uh, sexual monogamy. Mm-hmm. But just because you choose to be with one person because this it's really a choice. Doesn't mean your attraction cuts off. Okay. You know, and of you course. and we all naturally right. develop relationships, right? Like we right do. now we have a relationship because we're in here talking, relating to each other. Mm-hmm. So you can't stop that. Okay. Which means you can't even stop you can't stop thoughts going through your head because think about this. When you meet somebody, <laughs> first thing you think, will I fuck this person? Right. Yep, first thing you think. Yeah, normally. So even if you subscribe to monogamy and you choose that, 
it's not going to turn off that innate quality to want to join with other people. That's natural. Mm -hmm. But again, it's all about the purpose. Whether you want to be non-monogamous, polyamorous, all of that, set the purpose with every single last person you're in a relationship with. So then you know that, okay, like for instance, my partner and I, our purpose, we have a few different things underneath our purpose. One of them is to remember our innocence and to never attack each other. Another one is to laugh and play together. Another one is to um, heal with each other. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, and to always remember who each other is in love. So because we have these staples now of our for our purpose, whenever we do start feeling that stuff coming up from our ego, we go right back to why we were together in the first place. And it serves as an anchor in our ship to keep us focused no matter where we go. I think that's go. great advice. I think yeah, I've read is. some things like that, maybe not as um, as detailed or maybe in different ways, but people mm-hmm. saying you that's, need to have an anchor. That's- From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Really good. And I think, um, so it's funny, speaking of, um, I guess, regular people, we have home mail <laughs> from one of our listeners. I have one more question. And, well, yeah, can I, I get through? This is a long. On. I feel like it's just she on just killing me. For the point she don't no went off labels, the track right? always. I feel like it's something people would want to know. Um, no, because you mentioned his, a, a big your, thing right now. Yeah. Fuck the home mail. They can, we can get to him. We got you today. <laughs> so you said you're his wife and you're and you also said that you're not his primary. So like and and then discussed how you don't really need the labels. Then why get married? Well, I mean, we just wanted to take for that taxes. Step. Well, not even that. <laughs> no, no, like just, what in your mind? We wanted to display. I've heard a lot of people feel like they don't need it. It serves no purpose. Yeah, I mean, in itself, it doesn't. But also, you got to remember that marriage serves whatever purpose you give it. So for us, our purpose in being together is to be reflections of each other and reminders to each other of who we are in love and in God. So. Our marriage isn't about like joining our money. I mean, we already did that the moment we met. You know, everything became one from the the moment we started being together. Right. For us, it's like we know that the world has this perception of marriage, right? And with us being love advocates and love educators, we're like, we're going to get married and we're going to use our marriage as an example of what can be because people don't believe marriage can be perfect. People don't believe that marriage can just 
be free and open without you needing all this other stuff to try to define it. Like you do what you want to do. You don't do what you want to don't want to do. You have a purpose that binds you together and you leave it at that. And communication, trust, all that stuff is like built into that. Mm -hmm. But um, we're using our marriage as a display of what can be. So it's not about whatever, why ever anyone else gets married or their purpose. We have a very specific intention and purpose for why we're doing what we're doing. Because in the past, I was like, I always be married. Like, you know, I never. And he even said that too. Uh, oh, tomorrow it'll be nine months. Yes. Wow. Yep. And two days married. We have been married going on a week on Saturday. This is how quick I, did I you guys move in together? Um, we he gave me keys the first time I came to New York to stay with him. He's like, "You're laying down next to somebody. You're sticking your dick in somebody. You can't give him keys to your place." Don't don't think like that, girl. Just, you make me feel bad. I'm just saying, 150 I be, keys. I be funny should. niggas. I don't even want them to talk in real life. Maybe so. You I'm know, like, all right, just don't talk. Just stick it in. Um, <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. Um, so I guess um, we'll get into our home mail, um, and this is one that I picked specifically for you because I, as we're talking about labels, this is kind of something she's in search for and asked for our opinion. So it says, hi, Mandy and Weezy. I'm in the situationship to end all situationships. Okay. The guy that I have been seeing, um, oh, I'm sorry, I just lost it. The guy I have been seeing, and I, I got to start proofreading these. Y'all got to start writing right. Um, we have been together, quote unquote, for almost two years. He came into my life during an extremely hard time in my life and has stuck around with me through some very hard family situations. He acts like my boyfriend, takes me on dates, sleeps over my house where I live with my mother four to five times a week. We don't talk to slash fuck other people. And he asked me to cut off my ex completely. Not unfollow, not unfollow on social media, but stop sending him occasional texts because it makes him uncomfortable. (laughs) He is even planning on buying my mom and brother Christmas presents. For some reason, he still will not make me his girlfriend. Most people try to tell me it's just because he's not that into me, but I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit crazy, and I don't really get why he would stick around through my psychotic episodes, not to mention the crazy shit that has happened with my family and the fact that he has cut off all the other girls for me and barely goes out and lives his single life. Like I said, we stay in four to five nights a week at my house watching Netflix, but still not wife me. He told me a few weeks ago that he was afraid to tell me his real insecurities and hesitations to being in a relationship because he was afraid I would look at him differently and not want to be with him anymore. I'm afraid of what that might mean. I want to hear his real reasons, but I'm scared of what he's going to say. I also don't want to rock the boat because I'll be honest, I'm in love with him and don't want to ruin our relationship. I know he has some hung, some hangups from his last relationship, but I just don't get what he could be so serious that after two years and countless hurdles we've crossed, he won't consider me his real girlfriend. Is it time to try to move on or do I continue trying to make this happen because I already have so much invested? Sincerely, never going to get wife. I wonder if she's happy. So, yeah, thank you for even saying that <laughs> because the, the, the real question is here, what are you more concerned about? It sounds like the title. The title or the content, meaning the love. Because clearly Uh, this man loves her if you're doing all these things you're doing for her. She's in a situationship, which is a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, um, it would be considered an open relationship. But what's funny is 
it seems, it appears that they've both cut, you know, ex extra people out of their out lives. Out of their so lives. Now it's sounding like they are sexually monogamous. Okay. Okay, fine. But the real question is, again, what matters more, the title or the content? Does it matter more that he has a label for you or does it matter more that he's there for you that and supports you, you right. and he's spending time with you? And also, too. We had this conversation. Also, about too. Yeah, and then once I, he ended up like, oh, you want me to be your boyfriend? I was like, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then, too, th that's the whole point. So she's so caught up in being the girlfriend, but what is your purpose? Right, because she's even to the point where she's like, should I leave him? And it's like, what is your you're really going to leave him over just a title? Is that what stuff. it is? There was a video that came out on Twitter or Instagram where a girl was talking about why we need the title so bad or things don't change and saying that it's this thing of commitment in our minds. And, you know, the person I'm dating, I had wanted that so bad. And at one point he was like, I don't know why. And then he said, fine, do you want me to be your boyfriend? And like, is that it? And then when I heard it, it was just like... It sounded crazy. Yeah, because you don't have a real purpose for why you even want to be right. in that and form I couldn't of figure relationship. It out. And I think it, that um, something that in my mind made me feel more important, which was ridiculous. Yeah, because there there really is no level of importance in love. Like, right. Love just is, and everybody is the same. And love treats everybody the same. I mean, if but, you want it that bad, why don't you ask him to be your boyfriend? Yeah. Right. That's, yeah, like, that's she, kind of where I think... Yeah, and it's funny because... After we just delve into how deep relationships are and free love and what love is, reading this back is just like, girl, you sound girl, crazy. You just sound crazy right now. <laughs> you sound like you but got you some psychotic. I can't, girl, I can't but, shade yeah. because I, I've been there. And she was definitely there. I was we, just like, we girl, all get have phone. And we, like, we all have. You know, and and my friends would say, well, he's never gonna do it. And Mandy would say, he's never gonna. Me and Mandy got in a fight about it, and I. It took me time to realize and stop listening to other people for what they know men to do to just mm -hmm. think like. But it was even me telling you. It's just is it that serious? That he's not giving you that title, and yeah. I, I would yell at her because it would be like, you just want him to tell you you're you're with him, you're sleeping with him, y'all are open, your communication is great, you're flying to go be with him. Why are you so strong on this title of boyfriend? And we literally talked about this. And I think this. it's just societal norms. It is just wanting know, to there be. Was, there were times that I didn't know what to call him, and then once the mom meeting happened, I was like, wait, but he's not my boyfriend. I don't know. And it was just like my mom had to tell me to get out of my fucking head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When when I, it's funny, I was mentioning this to my therapist. He says, "What are the things that you feel like you're in limbo with?" And that was one of the things I mentioned to him, and he's like, why? Why do you care? <laughs> right. And why, it's literally why that is title so important? thing. Yeah. What is the purpose? And I think that a lot of women will say that if a man won't call you this, and a lot of people, a lot of men will say this to their girlfriends or whatever and say, if he won't make you his girl, he doesn't give a fuck, or he just wants to be single and be open, and, and he just doesn't <laughs> Listen, want to be tied down. This man is free to do what he wants to do, and guess what? Even you, if it was. You want to know the beauty in that and having the power of decision? When he does decide and choose to be with you, that's a gift. Yeah. Because guess what? Right. He can be with anybody he wants to be with at any given time. But if he's choosing to spend time with you, that means that he actually wants to be there. Right. You know? Okay. Your presence is a gift in anybody's life. Your presence is a gift in anyone's life. And that's how you have to look at it. This is why people start taking each other for granted because you assume that they are entitled to be there. Simply because you have these romantic feelings towards each All other or because too. you are fucking each other or because you get text messages every day and <laughs> spend time with each other and eat together every day. You right. assume that this is an obligation now all because you have this contract through sex or monogamy, whatever. But in reality, 
We all have power of decision. At any time, you don't want to be with who you're with or with who you're with, you can just leave. Block them. At That's any time. Right. You can't. <laughs> just block. Just ghost. Right. I'm sure this girl will be happy now. <laughs> but but because, you, because you consciously choose to show up and be present with that person, it is a gift. Right. And when you can think of it like that, you will stop taking the people in your life for granted. And also, like, raise up your own self-esteem and realizing, like, oh, wait, shit, I ain't got to be here. Especially when raise stuff up. is happening that doesn't make you feel comfortable. Right. In this situation with this guy, it doesn't sound like he's done anything or say anything to Wrong. her to make her feel like um, not loved. Right. It seems he like he's a very loving guy. He's there with you. Even, Honestly, it's probably her fucking friends. Even it though, might be her friends nagging her. Like, so you just going to have this nigga all up in your house four or five times a week. And he ain't your and man. And he ain't your man. It's pro- it, it could be that. And I think a lot of our listeners need to realize that they don't even, this image doesn't need to be created for everyone outside. Your relationship and who you deal with. Because, girl, everyone keep asking me about 24-7. I like our relationship and what it is. I don't need him to be my boyfriend. And we talked even for, like, an hour last night, like, (laughs) before I wrote a dick. And it was just like. (laughs) For the first time in three years. Listen, (laughs) I I had to tell him it wasn't going to happen often. Um, But we we openly (laughs) talked about it. And he was like, he called me a rare breed. And I was like, I know, because he's, like, just certain other relationships that he's had and let me tell you something and that's when exactly when you're open when you're open like that and you're honest right and you give him that freedom yeah you'll find that he's around more oh why yeah he's been around for four years exactly you want (laughs) to know why because you're not doing the clink clink shit that the average person does and we we openly talked about that and he was like we just had a, a, a brief conversation about it but i was like and he started saying everything i was telling my friends and i was like nigga mm-hmm. you saying everything i've been trying to tell my friends because they're all asking me why i'm not trying to make you my boyfriend and i'm like i like what we have like and you've been around you're there when i need you for what i need you for and mm-hmm. we have fun we enjoy each other's company and that's it that's so what look, i want you and him so, yes you guys should like today I mean, tomorrow whenever just set a purpose the purpose could be to have fun and play to together fuck to, the to lives f- out of each other okay boom and then <laughs> you know there you go you got okay. you got something that's rooting you in the relationship with him. But, yeah, I mean, people put way too much emphasis on the titles, right. on the the things people are doing, the time spent and all that. the truth is, someone's got a husband out there with a beautiful house and kids, and they're miserable. Yeah. Oh, hell Absolutely. yeah. A lot Ma- of them are. Mar- <laughs> marriage does not. <laughs> marriage does not. Do you feel different in the last two days? Or week? The only thing that I feel different about is just my commitment to always... Remember who he is. You know when she's going to feel um, a different? What? Tax time is coming up. You got to see the difference. Oh, there. well, see. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. That, I kind of know what happens with taxes, and that's going to be <laughs> well, really we, nice for you. We both own, you know, businesses and stuff like that. So he said, we'll cross that bridge. Because yes, he even nice. told me, he said, you can put whatever you want on your taxes, married or single. It doesn't matter. I'm like, okay, well, we'll but figure that it out. That kind of has to come in agreements because you can't put single <laughs> and he puts married. Who are you so. married to? Well, I mean... <laughs> You know, all that stuff. I was like, I got a CPA for that shit, and then I let him lead. It's girl, like, that's that's what I'm about to be, girl. Um, all right, yes. Yeah. Um, so, um, our other guest is here, but I'm gonna go ahead and ask you this last question because I wanted to ask you, and it's a little bit off, um, relationships, but it's something that I know you're good at. This is what the fuck you're. <laughs> 
bitch sex part. Um, <laughs> my question is about the spark in a relationship. Okay. So not the actual relationship. Um, when I first got with my wife, we talked about doing all kinds of freaky things. And over the course of the years, she's become a prude. No mm -hmm. oral, no watching porn, no masturbation. We have sex once a month, and I feel like it's me who is to blame. How We've had I? issues with infidelity on both ends, hers and mine, and we even attempted having an open relationship. But it was only to her benefit. So my question is, how do I get my freak back that I once had? By the way, love y'all and wish I could have a show as amazing as y'all's. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, and I actually said, we're going to say this with Tyomi. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, they got to start over. And starting over, you got to remember, first of all, that each, both of you are innocent. You know, she went out, did what she wanted to do uh -huh. because she wanted to do that. And it had nothing to do with her not loving him, but everything to do with whatever was going on in her head and she chose to do. Same thing with him. Okay, fine. But now they literally have to go back to square one because guess what? This woman is not the same woman that you met when right. you first X, met her. Y, Z ago, right. And, okay, you're saying that, oh, maybe it's infidelity, whatever. Have a conversation. Okay. Have an have a honest, heart-to-heart -heart conversation about what's going on because there is nothing that anyone can do to you or say that is going to make you react or respond a certain way. It's how right. you perceive what that person has said or done. Unless they're physically attacking you, there is nothing that anyone can do to harm you, not what they do with someone else's body right. or not, whatever. So really, it's in her. she's in her own head. And whatever she's going through right now, she has to overcome that. Yeah, this, this it, is a guy wanting his wife to, to open back up. So is there anything, I know you deal with couples, um, what would you tell a male that is something maybe he could do, maybe aside from communication? I would that say, he could, or I mean, talk. That they need to. <laughs> I guess that's it, huh? They need to buy my husband's book, Love is Not a Game, and they need to read that together, and they need Love to go back. Okay. Yeah, they need to go back in and really reestablish the purpose for why they're together. You said that okay. you work with couples, like, yeah. so. What can someone, God, this sounds so terrible the way I'm wording it, but like, what can someone pay you for? Like life coaching type of things, like advice? Yeah, like it's so, when I work with couples, it really is like, it's basically talk-based coaching. And then sometimes it's, uh, yeah, it can involve touch and stuff. It just depends on what we're working on. Like if a couple wants to learn different sex positions and stuff, then of course, touching will be involved. But I don't have sex with clients, like, that that's not what I do. Okay. Um, but everything is but, primarily. But I mean, I'm sure with all the things that you've said, a lot of people want to reach out to you. So that's why. Oh well, yeah, I they know. can totally reach out to me. Hey, just you... just they just gotta know that I don't have sex with clients. It's not yeah, y'all, we not sucking your dick either. Like, we not sucking um, your dick. Yeah. Tyomi is not coming over and giving you a ride session. Nah, I'll and... give you a ride session by teaching you the moves, and then you can do it if you want to have sex in front of me. You can do that as Boom. well. Yeah. But I'm not. I think that's what King Noir does. He yeah. helps and gets couples right before yeah, yeah, they're yeah. about to have sex. That's mm -hmm. what he said he does as well. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, but he's also a porn star. He so, is. You know, he's both. That's, he is both. I mean, you can't not be a porn star with a dick so that looks like that. I no. mean. <laughs> so, like, can you do something that was, like, almost, like, therapy, like, talking, like, counseling type of things? Yeah, like, that's things what like we that? do. We, okay, great. We, Naeem and I together, we coach couples, and I coach couples solo as well. And it's mainly talk-based just like any other form of therapy, but it's really focused on sexuality. Okay. But what it was interesting is that 
it always turns out to be more than that. It's not even just about the sex. It's like yeah. your sure. health, you know, uh, people's health has a lot to do with where they are sexually and, and how they feel, their libido. It's uh, environmental factors, sociological factors. It's all this stuff that right. encompasses it. When she said that, that girl that wrote in about us bothering her, we'll give that read later. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have to read the whole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways i appreciate you so much for coming on i, I feel like we go ahead they're gonna be like bring her on again we need more we gotta well, i live here it's so, so funny yeah, when no. you were late i was like oh my god we're gonna i'm gonna end up hating her and now you're like <laughs> oh no bitch we gotta bring her back on no Man, and we're, we we're gonna that fdr i was like oh. i was just like it's okay cp no, time I, it happens i, uh, I would really like to ask you and your husband questions together mainly if we could do that yeah he goes in yeah yeah if we can get both because i think it'll be it'll show a lot of strength within a relationship like i've been in a non-monogamous relationship with well I I use the word triad but we didn't live together or anything but I think that people always think this thing is one-sided like it's one not. person and so I would not. love to yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to set it up um, again yeah. maybe to get him in here and especially just hearing from a, a man how he would allow you to have other partners. Uh, we do have a lot of male listeners. Right. And so to hear let's that strength, that book, and, yeah. you know, let's yeah. go. Um, <laughs> so anyways, where can our listeners find you? I mean, half of them already know who the fuck you is because that's how <laughs> we found you. Um, Shout out to my followers. I love y'all family. <laughs> but where can they find you on Twitter, Instagram, um, your website? Yeah, so my website is sexperttayomi.com. The T's are separate. They don't share a T. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Glamazon Tayomi, Instagram, the Glamazon Tayomi. I have catfish pages, so make sure you put the the in oh. front. Oh, yeah. You know, you're big when you got catfish pages. It's crazy. Oh, you popping. Snapchat, Glamazon yeah, Tayomi. If you want to see more like risque stuff, you can go on Tumblr. Yes. Yes. Glamazon. Glamazon. <laughs> Glam- <laughs> yeah. Glamazon And you can easily just put Glamazon Tayomi in Google. You can find all this and stuff. And all of this shit pop up. I'm yeah. telling you, I did my research. I was like, God damn, she got YouTube videos. Like, it's oh, all yeah. on there. Um, Go check out the writing video on YouTube. It's pretty. YouTube.com <laughs> slash Glamorotica 101. <laughs> there you go. Um, And again, thank you so much for Thanks, coming ladies. on. You've been amazing. Yeah. You We're deep. You got me feeling like. Where am I in 2018? <laughs> I wanted a relationship. Now I got to think of how I want it. Well, we're not non-binary what yet. Like, I'm right. not, like, what is my purpose? You know, there's I some guests that we have on Once in a Blue where I'm like, do we just quit our own show? Like, <laughs> no, y'all good. Like, right, keep going. It. I'm just great. I'm Thank sitting here looking so at these toys like, oh, yeah, that's it, girl. Yeah, I don't even we, use toys. This we got sent these toys from so the company if you know stuff about if you know stuff about toys, maybe we could do one with you as well. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I got you. I got you, girl. That would be great. No, that would be great. We haven't tested these yet. It just came from People keep Naughty asking vibes, us to talk about them. And we have not um, yeah, tested, we them. tested them. Yet, but they so. sent them for us to, yeah. Yeah. Um, shoving our pussies. So I guess, again, thank you for coming on. Thanks, Guys, ladies. reach out to her. We're going to put all of her information in the description of this bio. And you could also find all of her information when we post her on the Horrible Decisions page. Ooh. That is at Horrible underscore Decisions. You can follow me at Full Court Pumps. You can follow this hoe at... Weezy, what the fuck? She's not going to say it because she hates me. <laughs> she was like, you were on a roll. Anyways, I was like, fuck it. Um, thank you, guys. This has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. 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 I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.